Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Los Angeles weather update. I wore a coat to work this morning. I wore a sweatshirt. It's a little, it's a, what would, what would you call it? Foggy? Not foggy. A little misty? Misty. A little overcast and misty. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'd say it's a misty, moisty morning. Sure. That's all for the Los Angeles weather update. <laughs> We're in agreement. Yeah. It's supposed to get hot later this week. Pretty steamed about that. Well, it's, you know, that's why you layer. That's a really good point. I should think about layering. Yeah. You know what? Consider one of the main layering. things I do is I look at the, I do, I'm really careful about looking at the weather report to decide whether or not I should wear a shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, over 70. No, under 70, absolutely. I'm not afraid to wear a shirt to work, Jordan. Check it out. Check out the fashion plate over here, wearing shirts. No, at what temperature do you just wear the fishnet? Um, you mean the fishnet shirt or yeah. the, just the full body fishnet? The me- I guess the mesh shirt. The mesh shirt? Yeah. The mesh shirt, uh, that would What's be... What's the ideal temp for a mesh shirt? The ideal temperature, well, that would be a long, hot summer. Mm-hmm. Um, something in New York City in the 70s. Sure. A summer of Sam kind of situation? Yeah, exactly. Okay. A summer of Sam type sure. temperature is where you want to get the fishnet. Now, the full body, the fishnet body stocking, mm. that's the temp- ideal temperature for that's going to be hot and heavy. Okay. So if it's hot and heavy, you want to go with the full, full body body stocking. Now, what about when you're doing roller derby? When you're doing roller derby, well, you're going to wear you're going to want to pair wear a pair of short shorts over your full body body stocking. Okay, and probably you know what I should be writing this down. This is all helpful. Inf- these are good life hacks, is what these are. I wish I could. I wish I could remember uh, what this woman's name was because I'm a real dick. I talked to her for about 20 minutes at the meetup last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we we had a max fun meetup. Tons uh, of fun the night before we recorded this, and um, I met a cool lady. I'm thinking to myself, this lady's there. She's got, you know, like a, she's got like a jean jacket on, you know, got a variety of accessories. Ooh, she sounds like a young tough. I would stay away from her. Yo, she Did was, she offer you drugs? She was a street tough. Okay. There's no doubt about that. She's, she looked like something out of, if I could use it, like uh, New York in the 70s. Like a Summer of Sam kind of lady. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like a jean jacketed drug selling. And so she, she takes off her jean jacket. Good looking lady. Sharp tack. Mm-hmm. Smart lady. Takes off her jacket. Boom. Max Fun t-shirt. Sleeves cut off. Oh, sure. Fucking badass. Yeah. It was awesome. Did you accept her offer of drugs? Oh, yeah. Cool. She gave me uppers, downers. Ooh, nice. Lefties, righties. Did you mean those drugs that turn your opinions more conservative? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you let's... pop a pill and you're like, you know what? Maybe we should go back to the gold standard. <laughs> let's bring... Let's bring our guests into this. Those are libertarities, I guess. You know them from the smash hit television show and stage and touring stage program, the the Bidet Boys. Uh, Tim and Mitch, gentlemen, welcome to the program. Hey. Yeah, smash hit. My God, what a whirlwind it's been. What a year, huh, Mitch? I oh know. yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, Beatlemania. You know what? The only thing I could compare it to is: Do you guys remember when In Living Color came on, and all of a sudden? Everything was fly girls everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you went, everyone you, was dancing. You guys are like the contemporary fly. You're like J-Lo and one of the other fly girls. <laughs> one of the others. 
You guys can pay. You guys are like J Lo and Swifty. <laughs> I think we could just J-Lo. probably make up some fake flag girl Legend- names. And Legendary Hollywood agent Swifty looks hard. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the man looks good in some. Uh, the man looks good in uh, cutoffs and thigh highs. I-, I was so I was so ready for the fl- when I tuned into In Lemon Color. I one of the fly girls off i wanted to see the comedy you know what i mean I, the you were not on board for I, the fly girls no i was not on bo- board for the fly girls at all i wanted to see uh yeah typical guy get these attractive these... ladies off of my tv <laughs> i want i want to see what fire marshal bill said too i was very interested in fire marshal bill <laughs> ultimately ultimately mitch you're all about that treble i'm all about the treble <laughs> sure. yeah. the bass leave me out of that stuff <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, Fire Marshal Bill, just an icon in comedy. Let's and not forget Homie the Clown. Homie the Clown is just a... Uh, I, I loved w- every one of those fucking things. Me too. I love Fire... I think if I w- tried to watch Fire Marshal Bill as an adult, I know that Jim Carrey's very... I think I w- might become physically sick from the exertion of watching it. But as a as an eight-year-old or oh, nine-year-old, yeah. that was the greatest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Well, for me in my house, that was around the time that, like... Watching Fox was kind of off limits. Like, you know what goes down mm-hmm. on the Fox network. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're rude, mm-hmm. disrespectful to adults. They're mm-hmm. deconstructing the sitcom. It was, yeah, it was, it was the, it was the Tude network. Sure. My mom would let me watch The Simpsons, but Married with Children was off limits. Like, she would, uh, she'd come in and turn off the TV. I couldn't watch Al. Well, there's so much backtalk on that show. There, there's, there's so a, much backtalk. How did you feel about Rock? <laughs> um, Chris Rock? <laughs> no, Rock, R-O-C, the television oh. program starring Charles S. Dutton. Yeah. Oh, of course. Famous, com- <laughs> famous comedy murderer. <laughs> did Charles S. Dutton murder someone? He did murder someone. Great. Uh, then he reformed sure. and started on the show Rock. Huge fan, yeah. if you're asking me my honest opinion. Huge, huge fan. You know what I think is interesting? At some point, somebody at the Fox Network mm-hmm. saw... Mm. Saw Charles S. Dutton, reformed murderer <laughs> and Yale School of Drama graduate Charles S. Dutton, perform in like a Broadway revival of Joe Turner's Come and Gone, and then was like, God, we got to get this guy a family sitcom. <laughs> like, this is where it's at. This, this profoundly serious man... <laughs> Isn't yeah. David Allen Greer was also a Yale drama guy? And he then, was. That's what Fox was gobbling them up. Well, know? I think probably both of them at some point in their classical training career were probably Shakespearean clowns. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we're sure. talking Bottom the Weaver. <laughs> uh, we're Any talking of the mechanicals, frankly. Mm-hmm. Sure. They should All have, your other favorites. They should have included them in the mashup, the Family Guy Simpsons mashup that just recently happened. Yeah, missed opportunity. <laughs> the cast of Rock. Mm-hmm. For the cast of A Midsummer Night's Dream, what are you? <laughs> that, that is well. I think so many more comedies could have been mashed into that episode. I think that. so too. <laughs> yeah, more comedies. Uh, Jesse, we wait were... a minute. Aren't you Chris Elliott from Get a Life? <laughs> <laughs> if it isn't all of Herman's head, <laughs> the honeymooners, just like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Fibber McGee, <laughs> our American cousin, the play Lincoln was watching when he got shot. That was a comedy, right? <laughs> The birds from the birds? <laughs> that was a terror film, Jesse. No, not the film, the play. Oh, the play. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Classical comedy. Uh, when we, uh, when when uh, Tim and Mitch got here, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the birthday boys are on tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we were talking about, you know, groupies and oh, yeah. backstage, backstage antics, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. wet deeds. If you think what's going on peas, on the stage peas. is crazy, <laughs> let see back of the stage. Oh, man, I really hope you, you have a reality comedy <laughs> that follows the birthday boys. Yeah. Well, most of our backstage antics are... Backstage is where we post the running order of the sketches in the show, and we're all looking at it and really stressing out about getting into our next costume. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, ultimately, that's why your sidekick, Chewy, is the real star of mm-hmm. the behind the scenes show. Of course, because we're not interesting at all. We need them. <laughs> that show after birthdays. <laughs> um, but, Jesse, you said you wanted me to remind you to tell a story about groupies. Yeah. I have one thing about Chelsea Handler, though, now that that's come up. Sure. I was. I like to look at the uh, San Francisco newspaper on the internet mm. to follow the uh, travails uh, and adventures of uh, my favorite local sports clubs. And um, on the front page of the San Francisco newspaper on the internet is just a big box with gossip headlines. Mm. Mm. And uh, one of them was about Jason Biggs peeing on Chelsea Handler. Jesus Christ, what? what? Yeah, what the fuck, right? <laughs> As, How can they, where, where? Like sexually? It's a joke. Huh. <laughs> Apparently, Chelsea Handler has a yacht. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't she? Of course, Jason Biggs was there hanging out with her. Mm-hmm. Brian, please confirm that it's Jason Biggs. I'm not defaming Jason. It is. Okay. Thumbs up. for It is Jason Biggs. Apparently, Chelsea Handler was swimming, and Jason Biggs just peed on her. Famous <laughs> rascal. And she... Prankster. She enjoyed it. She thought it was a very funny, which, you know, I mean, I don't know if I would have it in me to find someone peeing on me funny, but to be fair... It is kind of funny that he peed on her. It yeah. Is. I mean, I think if he's – he got very, very famous for having sex with a pie. Right. So then probably all of his jokes for the last 20 years have involved his penis in some way. Right. And I guess you – yeah, right. You have to go up from that somehow. Yeah. I mean, that's his defining <laughs> moment. So, I mean, anything else you do that's less crazy than pie sex is just seems like kind of a whatever. Yeah. And it's so, you know the it, man knows how to raise the stakes. He knows how he knows how to pee on one of Fifty Cent's on again, off again love interests. <laughs> so I, that's that's something that I don't. I mean, isn't that news that you don't want to? Like I feel like that's something how, we the, have that's to the hear problem now. With, that's the problem with this box. So when I visit sfgate.com, the website of the San Francisco Chronicle, I just want to click on Giants or Forty ers but what happens is there's this box. It's a big box on the screen, and it will say some shit that even for me, a person who was nothing but contempt for the world of celebrity mm-hmm. gossip, you if it just says on the front page of the newspaper, Jason Big Jason Biggs peed on Chelsea Handler, <laughs> you have to look into that. You have to unpack that. You can't just let it be. You Colin Kaepernick can wait. <laughs> I gotta find out. About why Jason Biggs peed on Chelsea Handler. Chewy, Chewy wrote the article, right? He did. <laughs> yes, I do. I get very proud if I don't click on a thing like that. I have that moment all the time where, I'm like, ooh, I want to click on that, and then if I don't, then I'm like, see, I'm one of the good ones. <laughs> you, I saw it, and I moved you're on. like, Tim deserves a little treat today. <laughs> <laughs> then you have a skinny cow ice cream sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Then I'll just sit there and eat the whole box of skinny cows for the rest yeah. of the day. You know? But Tim, be honest, you deserve if it. you see Jason Biggs peed on Chelsea Handler, you got to click. On I would definitely click. On that. Because J- not just because someone peed on Chelsea Handler, but because Jason Biggs specifically peed. Like if Chewy peed on Chelsea Handler, I don't click on that. Oh yeah. If it was one of the Jonas Brothers, eh? Nah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's uh, Justin Long, I might click on it. I, 
I would I, I, more so even to just figure out how it happened. I mean, like uh, how they got in that position. How they got in that position more so than anything. <laughs> Are they romantically linked? Or was it like a bathroom accident of sorts? <laughs> you know what I like about it is that it it is a prank that's also like – it seems so linked to celebrity decadence. It's like, well, we've done everything else. Let's start right. pissing on each other. Like um, – like you know, it's like the it's you know like the rumors of all the men Clark Gable fucked. It doesn't seem like that was necessarily related to homosexuality, but just kind of like a well fucked everything else, you know. Of like, and I think it seems like that also has to do with celebrity pranks. Apparently, yeah, I think so. I speak on the subject of groupies. Sure. On my way to work today, uh, I'm driving. I'm driving in my car, gentlemen. I drive a Jaguar XJR. It's a European luxury Ooh, sedan. Love it. Um, so I'm driving down uh, the Highway 110 here in Los Angeles, and there is this ooh 110, yeah, <laughs> the first freeway. It's it's a Los Angeles luxury freeway. Mm-hmm. So in front of me <laughs> is an ivory colored Volkswagen New Beetle convertible. Mm. Pretty nice already. I'm thinking this is pretty good. This is a high roller. Yeah, exactly. This is somebody that knows how to live. If it's not a baller, it's at least a shot caller. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> so custom license plate on this thing says G-R star U-P-I-E. Groupie. Spelled with a star. Oh. So I know. So the star was a U? The star was an O. Okay. G-R. Can you spell it again? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> G-R mm-hmm. J. O R D A N I S D U M B. Okay. Hey. <laughs> oh, that lady. Hey. How dare she? Oh boy. So, needless to say, I'm I'm like a car and a half behind her and to the side of her. Oh yeah. I'm thinking, who is she? Who is this groupie star? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or star groupie? Mm-hmm. One or the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, she could be just really into Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking, I'm, and I'm thinking, like, I just want to know what kind or of person just like this is. balls of gas, right? Exactly. Just gaseous, <laughs> heavenly bodies, right? I'm, and I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm really consumed by wonder at who this woman is that's driving this car that would put groupie on her Volkswagen New Beetle convertible license plate with a star. Mm-hmm. So finally, traffic is such that I pull up next to her. She has majestic teased hair, tattoo sleeves, and is a dude. Wow. A 50-ish year old dude. (laughs) Nice. Which means that this is definitely someone from Poison. (laughs) <laughs> who is borrowing his wife's car <laughs> right maybe she maybe they have like a, their other car is like a Land Rover or something and she needed it to go to Costco yeah exactly <laughs> and then he's like oh, I'll fine I'll take the groupie star yeah it's funny if you if you marry a groupie you know then the license plate should be wife like, yeah that's a good no longer groupie it's where over. would you put the star <laughs> uh, the W and the half. Star I, star E. Then it wouldn't it just wouldn't it just read like star I, star E? Yeah, it would be a mess. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> oh, no one would get it. No, it would be but terrible. I mean, so is any family that involves a star married to a groupie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it would be truly, genuinely reflective of mm-hmm. the situation. On the subject of 
sex with gaseous space objects. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it seem like fucking a star should be part of some sort of like pre-Christian creation myth? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that should be one of the thousand faces of the hero. Sure, yeah, the mighty Gilgamesh. <laughs> Burst forth from the center of the earth. I think it's fair to say that it should also star. it should also be a subreddit. Oh, it should, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, for you guys, last week on the show we talked about the subreddit Dragons Fucking Cars. Mm. Oh, which it's, features some exquisitely rendered dragons fucking cars. Just anything you want to see, you can you can see. That's amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the world is beautiful. Yeah, but also a toilet. That's a good point. <laughs> With that, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. We say all the horrible things about having kids, so you don't have to. And you can come across as the magical vessel, Pinterest perfect parent society wants you to be. One bad mother. Because this is hard, and nobody gives a Check us out on iTunes and MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Tim Kalpakis, birthday boy. Mike Mitchell, another birthday boy. Yeah, two out of seven. It's not bad. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's about as many as will fit in here. <laughs> you asked for all seven today and the other five refused. Yeah, we said, can we, can we please get seven guests on our chat show? We're like, get us Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> Publicist is like, sorry, he's busy. You could have gotten, I'm a bigger birthday boy. You probably could have gotten two of the smaller ones for me. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. We could have two birthday boys sitting on each other's shoulders with a trench coat over them. <laughs> and we'll all go to an R-rated movie. <laughs> all of the birthday boys peeking their heads around a door frame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, now that you look like an adult, let's go see The Equalizer. <laughs> uh, something magical has been ha- You know, you know it's the Halloween season. Do you mm-hmm. guys know this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, yeah. Uh, it's probably the spookiest time of year. Uh, Definitely the ookiest. Mm-hmm. Oh, no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah, you can write that down in pen, my friend. <laughs> Already did. Sharpie on a football collectible. Sure. Um, it's going to end up a little ooky, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my son – so I have a son who is uh, recently three years old and he's – he's with each passing week, he gains more and more self-awareness and sort of a w- connection to the world around him. The thing that he has gained recently is fear. Mm. Um, he is not generally fearful. However, there are a few th- specific things that he's afraid of. You know what fear is great for? What's that? Self-preservation. That's a really good point. Thanks. Yeah. I just wanted I, to show you the silver lining on this. I cloud. don't want – the last thing I want is for this kid to get eaten by a cougar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so let's talk – let's address some of the things that he's afraid of, okay? Number one – they number one, I want to clarify, all the things he's afraid of are things you can see out the windows of our house. <laughs> <laughs> There's no – he can leave our house. He's perfectly fine. But if he's looking out the windows of our house, he's got a few ideas of things he's afraid of. Number one, lights that look like a nose. <laughs> That's something. That I mean, he, he looks like car the, headlights? Or? Like, car, like lights on house, other houses in our neighborhood? 
Mm. Like we sort of live at the at the lower end of a hill in a little valley, mm-hmm. and so you can sort of see across the valley to the other side of the hill, and then maybe so the, the you know the porch lights of another house or the TV in somebody's house. And he says, "Oh, daddy, I'm afraid those lights look like a nose." <laughs> that- I feel like lights. Are scarier than noses, you know. Like yeah. there's more. If if a light is coming at you, it could be danger. But if a light looks like a nose, you is Although, it like a monster house sort of situation. Like he the, he so sees that the, the light nose might be part of a bigger yes creature. Okay. Also, would you be afraid of a nose that was on fire and thus lit? Oh yeah. That's, so that that's is genuinely point. kind yeah, of yeah. No, he's right. right. He's right. <laughs> so that's all right. Founded. That is a founded fear. I think. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. What what do you what else you got? Number two. Uh, one of our neighbors, in fact, the uh, the women who live in uh, in the uh, house that we used to rent, uh, which is visible from where we from from the back of our house, mm-hmm. have on their sort of uh, uh, upper floor porch a flag, mm. and uh, Simon will go up to the window and say, "Daddy, I'm afraid." I can see the flag. <laughs> An American flag? Mm, I'm going to say maybe it's a California flag. Okay. Um, once in a while, we have a big California flag in our uh, television parlor. And uh, sometimes he will point out the bear and pretend to be afraid of it. Uh-huh. Uh, but this flag he is sincerely afraid of, I think because of the fact that it's too droopy. <laughs> That's my best guess. <laughs> that it's too droopy. So that's thing number two that he's afraid of. Uh, thing number three that he's afraid of, uh, on the other side of our house, there is a neighbor who in their backyard, uh, which part of our house overlooks, has, uh, you know, like a sunbrella, like a cafe umbrella mm-hmm. um, that has been folded up, uh, was not in use at the moment, and, and covered with a garbage bag to keep it protected from the elements. To Simon, that's like a... Simon's not afraid of vampires, but it's as though it were a real-life vampire right there. <laughs> like, that's the extent to which Simon – and he will go up to the window and look at it and freak himself out. In that case, does he know it's a, an umbrella that looks like a vampire, like with the light and the – He knows that it's an umbrella. Oh, yeah. He's, he's afraid of it as an umbrella. <laughs> I so be it, sounds like, it sounds like the unifying – you know, trait of all of these fears is something that looks like something other than what it's supposed to be. Yeah. An mm. object should look like that object. Sure. Like if, like you would probably, I, I would imagine the most terrifying thing to him would be a round hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> if you really wanted to scare the shit out of him, mm-hmm. you get yourself a round hot dog. <laughs> or really any of the props from Carrot Top's repertoire. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> Well, this is just an ordinary toilet. Ah, it's a desk. <laughs> it's a business desk. I see where he's coming from. I was kind of freaked out when you were telling us about all these things. Yeah. Uh, I think each of those things. Yeah. Uh, I should mention that you have turned white as a ghost. <laughs> I'm terrified right now. I, like, uh, is, is it that sort of thing of like I, at three years old, I can't remember what I was afraid of, but like spooky shapes or something or, or like amorphous blobs are kind of the <laughs> scary thing. Well, there's yeah. one last thing that he's afraid of. Ooh. Um, and this is something that sometimes will come up when we're out and about, uh, oh, like when we're going for a drive. Sometimes it'll come mm-hmm. up. Um, sometimes a walk. Sometimes at home. Um, so all any the situation, situation, any situation. <laughs> Basically, not a swim, not in the grocery store. <laughs> okay. Um, it's called rat trees, mm. 
I don't know what it is. <laughs> He's unable to describe rat trees. <laughs> it has something to do with trees. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it has anything to do with rats. I don't know if he knows what a rat is, honestly. Yeah. But he is terrified of rat trees. And, uh, yeah, I've no, like... Like he hasn't pointed to one and says, oh, that's what I'm... No, he says, Dad, I'm afraid of rat trees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no example. Is this like something that one of the other children at school brought up? Do they have a... Is this a, a, a tradition from another culture that I'm not aware of? I mean, Jesse, I don't want to like criticize your parenting. I mean, right. there's nothing worse than backseat parenting. Yeah. But I don't think kids should learn about rat trees on the playground. I think they should learn about <laughs> yeah. rat trees at home. Mm-hmm. You know what? Simon's going to the school of hard knocks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Literally, we we pay tuition and everything. I don't know why they named it that. <laughs> they should have named it Horace Mann or something, you know, after George Washington. <laughs> sure. Pre, like after a great American or an educational Just innovator. Bad name. But it's yeah. good that he's learning uh, three-card Monty. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Popular. Rat tree sounds disgusting. Right? Sounds it, like. That is freaky. Yeah. yeah. Rat tree. What, what is that? What if it's that? a squirrel? Maybe you saw a squirrel in, in one certain type of tree, and then from that point forward, that type of tree is a rat tree. But he knows what a squirrel... Like, I'm very confident that he knows what a squirrel is, much more so than I am that he knows what a rat is. Mm-hmm. Maybe a squirrel, like, lost all its fur and was in a tree or something, looked like oh, a rat. Shit. Mm. <laughs> that was fucking... That's fucked up. That is kind of scary, it's actually. Mitch, <laughs> that is fucked up. <laughs> Take it back. Take it back. My kid listens to this show. Why are you? (laughs) (sighs) Yes, that's spooky. Yeah, sounds spooky. They're all, it's cool that he can identify them and at least there's the logic of, well, not really with rat trees, but with the other ones that that something was off. So there was like an unknown. I feel like I, I remember when I was your son's age, the thing I was afraid of was E.T., and uh, E.T. is fucking terrifying yeah. when you're little. He was Especially really, the uh, scene where he screams. Yeah, that's like very, very scary. And yeah. then my brother had a uh, like a little stuffed E.T. doll. And I loved uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, but I called E.T. Yucky Alvin. <laughs> and if I, if I saw that thing, I'd be like, oh, You that's... still call E.T. Yucky <laughs> yeah. Alvin. Uh, yeah. I, uh, con- I go... Yucky Alvin colon the extraterrestrial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I watch the movie like, every week, but then when I type it into my Apple TV, it's hard to find because I put Yucky album. <laughs> right. Well, plus you have to type it in with the remote control. You don't have a keyboard attached to the. Exactly. It just takes a it's long a time to type that in. There's I got to get back very... my web TV. Remember <laughs> that was. Oh a good yeah, one, sure. You got to you can surf the web on your TV. Mm-hmm. That's what it, I feel like. You see a web TV in like a hotel every now and then, yeah. <laughs> and like something you and the, and like. An on-demand thing that you control with an N64 controller, like that just got put there in 2002. Hotels that are about to be demolished. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mitch, do you remember your childhood fears? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, my my sister and my godparents' uh, sons used to like mess with me all the time, and uh, I remember when I, I have this very vivid dream. Tim makes fun of me all the time because I, I believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. And he's just – And specters. And specters. <laughs> what Ghost about school, ghouls? Specters, all of them. Uh, Wraiths. <laughs> Wraiths, uh, it's newer, but yeah, I believe it too. Sure. Uh, Do you believe in goblins but solely for the alliteration? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I actually was looking up goblins the other day. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's forcing that one for the alliteration. <laughs> it's kind of a sell-out-y move. <laughs> Uh, I, I had a very vivid dream of uh, I, I we'd gone to Disney World. I was in, I think in second grade, and we got a Mickey Mouse doll, and um, 
or you know stuffed animal. And I remember waking up uh, and the arm of the doll grabbing my arm, and it was such a vivid, like it was it was so real that I still question whether it happened i was like i mean it didn't happen sure but, I, but it was it was the it was i feel like it might have been one of those like waking nightmares or something you know sure. like uh my, my friends have dreams where you wake up and you can't sleep paralysis where you wake up and you can't mm-hmm. move and then they they'll see like a devil or something or mm-hmm. like a demon it's like a shadow creature a shadow we creature say your yes. friends like more mo- many of your friends two of my friends all of your friends all of my friends so my two friends <laughs> have had the have had a Shadow people dreams. I've, I've had a couple shadow people dreams. Have you really? Yeah, oh, yeah. God. What they, happens in ugh. shadow people dreams? Uh, I mean, you just, I mean, it's just the thing where you, it's it's a kind of hybrid sleep, sleep awake state. Mm. And it just seems like there's a shadow man in your corner. And it's hard to move. It's real scary. That sounds scary. I, I, I feel like I... I don't want to think about what the potential supernatural explanation is. So I'm just, I'm like... Eh, this is just my. This is there's a pheromone reason for this. Moths are <laughs> moths are causing causing this somehow. <laughs> this my, is because of that. This is because of that uh, infection you get from cat poop. Right? Yeah. Exactly. I've, I've probably got that. <laughs> my friend Justin saw one where he saw a demon, and then my friend Dan saw one where he saw an old woman at the foot of his bed. And Dan the dark. saw this. Dan Tufo saw this. Dan Tufo. <laughs> That's scarier than the old woman. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, just just uh, what about you, Jordan? What were you afraid of as a kid? I was afraid of the uh, the rec center pool mm. had a little hole at the bottom that was always um, like sucking in. Mm-hmm. I was afraid of going down the hole. Oh. And you could like when you stepped on it with your foot, you could feel it suck a little bit. Oh. oh, yeah. That was a big thing, I feel like. I felt like the back in the day, they used to scare kids about getting your foot caught in the bottom of a pool so much. Like, yeah. I feel like that doesn't happen ever <laughs> anymore. Like, uh, But it used to be a big thing of, like, you get your foot caught in the filter and then you are stuck there and you drown. I, sure. I, it I seems so like the type of, of thing that maybe happened to one kid, so then it became a thing that you teach to kids that that's really dangerous. So, but what they don't tell you it. is that original kid was on PCP. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was probably – and but I think like all of these fears that we're talking about, I was kind of attracted to the, to the suction. Mm. Mm. Uh, you know, I kind so of wanted to put my – you to fuck the hole. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is if it I, something that's carried over into your adult years too? Or? Uh, no, not uh, a fan of suction anymore. <laughs> don't care for it. I don't even vacuum. <laughs> that's weird because I'm I'm actually still dating my uh, town pool. <laughs> Stayed together that whole time. Oh, that's nice. You guys are long distance while you're out yeah, here. Yeah, it's I, hard. It's I, tough to keep those going. You know. <laughs> I gave Jordan a seal and meal for Christmas last year, and then I walked into his local Goodwill. I saw it right there on the shelf with my note still attached. <laughs> 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 it was just weird that for my birthday the note said I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that I look back at it, I was on a, I was like on a kick of just writing that. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon. I'll kill you. Um, I I was afraid of uh, junkies and winos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just basically anybody. I feel like this is barely a thing anymore, but. Uh, uh, a junkie or a wino with a real herky jerky walk. Oh sure, yeah. you know, like a like a sort of. I mean, maybe it was because, well, when you do it, it's funny. <laughs> maybe it was because it was like 1985 or whatever, and so 
the people who were stuck jive walking from 1975 <laughs> had now become junkies and winos in 1985. Mm-hmm. So they were they were jive walking, but they were doing it inelegantly because of their because uh, of their addiction. Do you think in the 70s just sober people were jive walking all around the town? Absolutely. <laughs> I've seen Soul Train. <laughs> People were putting a little, put a little kick in their step. This is not efficient, you know. If you're walking to work or something, and you're jive walking to work, you're gonna be late. I was literally afraid of people. You leave a little early. You leave a jive walk buffer. (laughs) But like I was, I'm when I say that I was sincerely afraid of people in '70s clothes because so many of them were junkies and winos in my neighborhood. Mm. Like bell-bottom pants, polyester shirts, both make me uncomfortable because they remind me of junkies. Mm. Um, or so, you're afraid you'll have to go to a, you're at a lame theme party. Yeah. <laughs> so that and specifically them breaking into the house, which which mm-hmm. did happen one time. So that was I'm going to call that one founded. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say also uh, airplanes that were going overhead that I couldn't see because I was worried that they were invaders or going to bomb us. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You have like older, like as a child, you had older men fears. I feel like <laughs> yeah. I fear that stuff now more. Yeah. And uh, the deficit. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm afraid of, of course, just how Tinder is going to warp mm-hmm. my children. Sure. <laughs> or I was as a four year old. <laughs> I anticipated Tinder. Um, I was also afraid of mummies. Mm. Oh, man, was I afraid of mummies. What mummy thing did you see? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think I ever saw a mummy thing. Yeah. It's interesting because I, I feel like, you know, the only popular mummy thing of our generation is Brendan Fraser's The Mummy Movies, <laughs> and that didn't come till later. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I, it's funny because I was not afraid of, uh, I was not afraid of Wolfman's, mm-hmm. not afraid of Dracula's, um, mm. only mummies. Yeah. And I, th- do you think there's a little racism in there, Jesse? <laughs> I'm against I'm against pale skinned North Africans. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it makes sense to be afraid of mummies because that's the real one. You know, there really are mummified people that's, on you know, the planet. That's true. See, yeah. m- mummies have always had like a bad uh uh, uh bad uh, rap. Yeah. I didn't want to say the word rap. <laughs> no, you think of another Mitch, word. To say okay, it. here. Let's go back. They had a really. Good let's go rap. back. I don't want to. I don't want to direct you here. And I don't want to give you a line reading. But I feel like you should go back and say that again, and just fucking sell the pun. Just you sell see, the pun. I think we'd all love it. I feel like mummies used to have a bad rap. Yes. <laughs> they they wrap them up. <laughs> and now make your point. They 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 were the like even as a kid or whatever. I felt like they were like they would get a piece of their uh, cloth stuck mm-hmm. somewhere, and then they would just <laughs> unravel and be bones. Like sure. in Scooby Doo or something, they would be the first monster that like fell and died or whatever. Like you never yeah. until Brendan Fraser's The Mummy. That's when they really we learned that mummies were a legitimate threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tim, I question your premise that mummies were the only ones that were real. Because what about Dracula's? Mm. That's... Have you ever seen the documentary Dracula Dead Loving? <laughs> I, I, I dismissed that. I didn't realize it was a documentary. I'll go back yeah. and, and watch it. There you go. <laughs> it originally aired on PBS. Proof as part of the as part of the American experience. I'm, I'm interested in seeing Dracula Untold for the origin story of, of Dracula. Yeah, just I, uh, finally someone will tell the story of Dracula. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went to uh, Universal Halloween Horror Nights, mm. and there was a Dracula Untold maze that was very good, and it kind of got me 
to want to see Dracula really? Untold, even though I know it's going to be bad. Like the, the maze was so fun. I want to like flush out the experience I had in the maze. Do you oh, know, do you, you want to get some of the backstory? Yeah, exactly. I heard that in the movie. Uh, Dracula gets bit from a rat from a rat tree, and that's that's the uh, origin of vampirism. I was trying to figure out why mummies are dead, why my mummies are scary. Excuse me, I was talking with my wife, and uh, I said that this is what we call pillow talk. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I said that it was there's because like, like they there's were... that like just kind of, can I set the scene Jesse please do you know those times in like a PG-13 couple or a PG-13 movie when a couple is just done making love and you won't see the love making but you see them kind of like fall back at the same time and there's a <laughs> layer of sweat glistening on them just kind of a exhausted kind of panting and oh, then you baby. say why are mummies so scary <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because they're dead. Mm. So I thought it was because they were dead, mm-hmm. which none of the other ones are. And I know you can say Draculas are undead, mm. but I don't think I don't think that. And they're less scary because they're loving it. <laughs> <laughs> they're having a blast. Oh, yeah. Um, I I think, and then Teresa said, "Oh, I think it's because they don't have faces," which had never mm. occurred to me, but now freaks me out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. In like a cartoon, in a Scooby Doo cartoon, there would be a little crack in the, uh, you know, oh yeah, cloth, the bandages and there, there would, would be eyeballs, kind of, yeah, in there yeah, or make up the face in some way, which uh, they weren't too scary. I think I still, of all the mummies and wolfmen, which I'm not currently afraid of, because <laughs> I'm very brave. <laughs> the, the one thing that would. The one haunting thought that I have about any of those is about mummies, and it's the thing that. I learned, which is if you were a pharaoh in Egypt and you got mummified and put in a tomb, you brought all your servants with you. And that's a really like weird, scary kind of thing to think about is that along with King Tut, who's famous, there were like, you know, a dozen people who were also in there that we don't ever talk about God, were just yeah, dead it must, bodies. It must suck to like start working for the pharaoh around when he turns like 80. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> a couple more years just I'm going to be started. Pretty <laughs> buried soon, in a crypt. Pretty soon I'm going to have honey where my blood should be. <laughs> Did you just uh, – I, I, uh, my roommate saw a picture of – I think I think it was King Tut or something uh, and they they kind of made what he would look like today. And he was like very goofy. Like I feel like the bones were in the wrong place. Like he right. he has like kind of like a larger uh, kind of uh, chest mm-hmm. area. It like looks very womanly. And then his foot was crooked. And I was like, were the bones just crooked? Like uh, did you did it not occur to them to put the bones back together? Yeah. Correct. That's what I want. I really <laughs> truly wonder. They didn't account for thousands of years of bones that <laughs> decaying. You're just like, oh, he probably looked like this with skin. Nah. It, it was he was very goofy looking. He and I was like, people wor- like worshipped this man, and, and he didn't have any muscles. At all. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was bones and a layer of virtual skin. <laughs> you know what I think is something that's scarier about mummies than your wolfmans and your vampires what is? What is that, Jordan? Uh, indeterminate power set mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. unclear method of killing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Dracula was like, okay, well, we could probably find some way to lure it out into the sunlight, you know, stake through the heart. You can improvise that. You can build up a system for a Dracula. Sure, exactly. Uh, Yeah, Wolfman, eh, it's just kind of a a once-a-month thing, and I think we've all got a little silver laying around that we can jab him with. At the end of the day, you know, if you don't, just once a month, get get to the country house. 
<laughs> sure. You know what I mean, head out, to, head out to Cabo. Go to Palm Springs. Exactly. Have a have a little Baja. yeah, a little staycation. Are you saying if you're Wolfman or if you're afraid of Wolfman? If you're afraid of the okay. Wolfman, but if you're if you're the Wolfman, I mean, I say go to Cabo. You probably get a movie out of that. Yeah. <laughs> Wolfman goes to Cabo. Yeah, it's like something Gilbert Gottfried would introduce on USA's Up All Night. But come on, right after Duckman. Um, but yeah, I think like. Mummy, I mean, I guess there's the classic, like, grab the loose bandage and just pull until they unravel. Mm-hmm. But, and then they turn to dust. But I don't know that there's, like, you know, there's not a lot of precedent for that. I guess that's the cartoon way to dispose of them. But, like, actually, is that would that work? I well, don't know. can I suggest something that Please. we might think about? You know, one of the ways that they preserved mummies was to fill their body cavities and their uh, and their veins with, with honey. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what if you could get a Pooh Bear in there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'd get his head stuck right in there. Yeah. Just on a side note, does does Duckman rank at all in your scary monsters? <laughs> oh, yeah. Duckman is real, too. <laughs> I know. Some people say that he's just a fairy tale cooked up to scare kids. But Duckman is real, my friend. And he was voiced by Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander turns into Duckman once a month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Under the, light, under the light of the crescent moon. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second, Andrew and Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Tim Kalpak is birthday boy. Mike Mitchell, also birthday boy. I recently received a gift in the mail that I'd like to brag about. Mm-hmm. Two gifts. Oh, first we have Tim bragging about his bravery. <laughs> now, Jesse with his random gifts. I. Would like to thank the listener who kindly sent me a Zune in the mail. She had some Zunes in her drawer. Mm. She sent me one of them because I I had posted on uh, Twitter that I was thinking about buying a Zune on eBay. (laughs) (laughs) Because I wanted a place to keep all my tunes. And I love a good Zune. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she said, I got one sitting around. Can I send it to you? And I said, wait, is that real? And she said, yes. And she sent me one. Now. That was how it all started. Zune Original or Zune HD? Zune HD, 120 nice. gigabyte, my friend. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got, I got almost all my tunes on there. I'm one of those bad boys. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Keep, that, keep that in the ride? No, I, I, I retired it. I now, uh, I now have an iPod. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? iPod Classic? iPod, iPod Nano. iPod Nano? iPod, <laughs> iPod Nano. <laughs> Fun to say. Too soon. Can't really. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, so I got this Zoom. I'm thrilled about this Zoom <laughs> because I wanted something to have all – I don't – I can't keep enough music on my phone – for it to be useful. Sure. Because there's, when there's like 12 albums on there or whatever I can fit on my phone. Agreed. It's not enough. I want a lot of music to choose from. Very picky. So I got the Zune. Very excited about it. Post on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, she, she was kind enough to send me a Zune. Thank you very much, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, our, uh, we have a listener named Guy. Mm-hmm. I think Guy saw on Twitter this post and said, well, fuck that lady. I work at Microsoft. Hmm. So Guy went into like the parts bin at Microsoft, like the leftover shit pile, and sent me a bag of Zunes. Uh, (laughs) At Microsoft, just when like a table is uneven, they just put a Zune underneath there to (laughs) level it out. He sent me, he's like, I don't know which of these work because I I could only find a couple of different cables. Hmm. He's like, but he sent me literally a bag. I got a brown Zune now. I got two two extra Zune HDs. 
I got one regular black Zune. <laughs> I'm fucking Zooning out of control here. <laughs> it's a bushel of Zunes. I know. <laughs> Bare minimum, it's a passel of Zunes. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I thought maybe we maybe we think about having a Zune contest. I give away one of these Zunes. Okay. I cannot guarantee that it will be functional because I simply do not have the cables. Hmm. You can. Those are pretty. When I was when I was a Zune owner. Yeah. And losing cables left and right. You were a well-known Zune ass. Yeah. I have since uh, moved on, mm-hmm. but I get it. Some people are stuck in the past, mm-hmm. reliving their glory days. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> that one time they, I got quoted in the New York Times. They yearned yeah. for a simpler time Yeah, when Zune was king and Ebola was just the topic of a popular Dustin Hoffman movie. By the way, <laughs> if I, I've decided now that given, given my status as a five Zune owning man, I, if, I'm invi- if I ever have the opportunity to be invited, say, on a late night television talk show, I'm going to do a little Zune product placement. Hmm. Like, I'll be like, hold on, Dave. Let me take a look at my Zune from Microsoft. (laughs) Did Zune ever have a moment before it was just a a joke? Was there a moment? Boy, I think it was just started out as a joke. joke. (laughs) As a joke. They kept kept making Mm. it better, and it uh, started out as a pretty great device, Mm -hmm. uh, but that didn't work at all Mm. because everyone was annoyed that Microsoft would try and make an iPod. Right, yeah. The the functionality of a Zune is never something I've even thought of. It's just that it has a stupid name. Pretty terrific, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, the name did not help it. It's like, it's just the, if you were trying to think of like joke- Silicon Valley names for websites or products like don't mean anything. Zune's pretty up there as a great yeah. joke choice. They have there's like agencies that generate those names, you yeah. know, just based on this Flourch. is a good sounding ground. Although yeah. to be fair, Plorned. it had a pretty great slogan. Dunt. Welcome to the social. That, yeah, that is a good. Slogan. That was perfect. Yeah. What is it? What is it? Does it only play music or is it? Is it no, it plays whatever you like. Video. There's some games. Ooh. There's some games on Podcast. the Zune that I kind of like. Games on the Zune. Yeah, Zune HD. I don't know if you can get them anymore, but. Yeah, there's some kind Any of... Any recommendations? Uh, castle castle 1. Castle 1, okay. Where there's these guys who Should charge your castle. straight ahead to Castle 2? No, no, no. Okay. You don't want to skip Castle 1. <laughs> okay. You'll be lost. <laughs> right. It's like coming in on Season 2 of The Walking Dead. Gotcha. Who's that? Yeah. What's the, What's in that castle? Right. You'll be saying. It's like Baseball Stars 2. It loses a little of the charm of the original. Exactly. Thank there's you. an alternate reality where we all have Zoom phones and... Oh, yeah. Virtual boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be clear, Jordan and I do have Zoom. Zoom yeah, I have a Windows phone. <laughs> yeah, Windows great. phone right here too. I like it a lot. Yeah. Well, we're in that alternate reality. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> this is great. Sweet. Yeah. Finally, I hope we don't, the dream. I hope we don't meet our evil doppelgangers from Earth One. <laughs> it's like being inside the Sony Metreon in 1995. <laughs> Um, Brian Fernandez, uh, you get some telephone calls over there, right? When something momentous happens to you, our listener, we have you call us at 206-984-4FUN for our segment, Momentous Occasions. Let's hear the first momentous occasion. Hey, uh, my name is, uh, Tristian from New York. I'm in Brooklyn right now. I was going to do a whole meetup thing, but I switched the names with some other bar. Had a great Stella and wandered around the whole bar asking people if they knew the show and explaining the concepts to them. Even had to do it in French one time. <laughs> but I was wrong. I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> oh, man, I'm just going to go. Uh, I thought I'd call you guys. Uh, this is a momentous failure. But I did tell a whole bunch of people about your show. So now they all are going to look it up on, on iTunes. One guy knew about it already, so it's uh, 
Not a total loss. All right. Good night. Meetups. Yep. You went to the meetup, Jordan. You tons of fun. Time? Tons of fun. I th- I've been enjoying looking at it. There's tons of pictures on the internet on our Facebook group of our meetup. So just so you guys know, uh, we're recording this the day after we had nationwide meetups. Mm-hmm. So everyone met up at 7 p.m. on a Sunday evening in various places across this great nation. And uh, it was a grand success. I, uh, our friend Linda Holmes uh, from Pop Culture Happy Hour sent me an email. Mm. Uh, she and Glenn and Stephen from, the, uh, from that program went to the Washington, D.C. meetup. She said there was 25 people there. Everybody was having a blast. They were all really sweet and lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of lovely people. What do you say? We probably had forty people, fifty people at the. Oh yeah, at the that place is happening. I had to. I had to leave an early. I had to leave a little bit early, and I'm like, this thing's just getting started. And it was all Max this Fun thing's just in that getting bar. started. After a uh, sixty uh, year old couple left about halfway through, mm-hmm. um, the woman looked a little bit like Lieutenant Uhuru, Uhura, <laughs> Uhuru, U- Zune, Lieutenant Zune. Yeah. From Star Trek. Yeah. A black lady from Star Trek. Yeah. Is there, um, like, uh, in the meetup, an itinerary of things to do, or are you just hanging out and chatting? You drink beers. Okay. Uh, hard liquor, if that's your preference. Ooh, mm-hmm. I, like that. I had Spirits? a ginger ale. Oh. With a dash of bitters. Mm. Ooh. So you Makes show up and here. you just drink a series of beverages and leave? <laughs> it's a basically drinking contest. <laughs> drinking contest for alcoholics. Well, to some extent, people go, 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 yeah, yeah. go. <laughs> to yeah. some extent. Sounds like yeah, beer, yeah. beer fest a little bit. It's broken yeah. lizard. It's or... not quite as funny, <laughs> yeah. but it does have a stronger structure. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would It's go. more coherent, yeah. but it lacks the high points <laughs> of Broken Lizard's beer fest. It's got some uh, great, great jokes in that movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, speaking of things that are on IFC all the time, <laughs> birthday boys and beer fest. No. Yeah, yeah. We kind of just bridge the gap between airings of uh, beer fest. Yeah. That's when they came to us. They said, we need to close the gap between beer fest. Can you guys make some sort of skit show? <laughs> we we seriously, be... we have spent the last three years trying to buy the rights to Club Dread. <laughs> <laughs> they won't give it up. It's their baby. Uh on a sincere note, I always yeah. love going to these uh, MaxFun meetups. As I mentioned before, the uh, Earth is a toilet, the internet especially. Uh, <laughs> it's just the fucking worst. But it's nice to know that uh, there's an internet community out there full of nice, cool people who enjoy hanging out. We had a fucking meetup. I saw a picture of half a dozen nice, friendly, cool-looking people in South Dakota somewhere. Sure. Somewhere in fucking South Dakota. These people drove from all over the Dakotas, I'm sure, north and south. Sure. That's, that's great. That's amazing. And you guys weren't even there. They just wanted to meet the they other people. They just wanted people. to meet other cool people. I did like say I did say I I would stop by if I had a chance. <laughs> I was <laughs> a little a chance, I was did. a little wishy-washy about it. Ah, <laughs> right. like, oh, just busy. I got a lot of but I mean, uh, I would love you to You replied yes to the Facebook invitation, but you wrote that you might not be able to make it. Sure. Yeah. Just yeah. like text me, let me know who's there. Uh, <laughs> who's anybody hanging out? Yeah, when the time came it just turns out I hadn't bought a plane ticket or booked a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That 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 phone call though sounded like that was the last uh, words of that man or something. <laughs> it sounded like he was like being followed. Yeah, or was that, like... I, let's yes, let's go back to this guy. Also, he seemed okay. Uh, you know, kudos to him for talking up our show. Oh, that was two, great. Two strangers. Including a Frenchman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, this is how the French talk. <laughs> Hello, they are from another country. 
Cheese, please. <laughs> the prime minister has a mistress. I don't care. I can't believe he didn't say fromage. He said cheese. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a bad Frenchman. Yeah. Well, he only speaks English. I'm guessing. I'm guessing this is some sort of false Frenchman. The only problem was when he explained it to me in French. I do not speak French. <laughs> I just talk stupid English. Um, this... I have a traumatic brain injury. <laughs> so this guy clearly uh, was at the wrong bar. Yeah. Either got drunk or was drunk before. <laughs> I saw a picture of the Brooklyn meetup. There were dozens of people there, too. He yeah. blew it big time. Yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. But I, do, I wonder how good it is for the brand Uh huh. to have a random drunk walking up to people <laughs> and... I don't want to say muttering about the show, but definitely not enunciating well about it. I think that's what they call – I mean, we would have to ask – We could maybe we could ask your publicist, Molly, about this later. Um, mm. But this is the kind of thing that I believe is called a brand ambassador. Oh, like the uh, babes that sell uh, Patron shots at bars? Exactly. Cool. I think this is the kind of person – I'm uh, I'm assuming he had a plunger on his head. I don't know that for certain. But it seems like a safe bet. Right? Yeah. yeah. I like that one guy had heard of the show. That's good uh a good kind of test result there. He was just pretending to, yeah. part of the show. <laughs> to get the drunk to leave. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I love that show. Cool. Bye. Well, Goodbye. See you later. <laughs> I do I I appreciate sure. it anyway. Me goes, too. goes person to person in a bar mm-hmm. telling people about Jordan Jesse. Personal Jessica. touch. Those people are unquestionably going to be disappointed. Should they happen to sample the program? <laughs> Wait a minute. This bullshit? This isn't even a show. This is less of a show than Beer Fest is a movie. <laughs> and beer, one of the main jokes in Beer Fest is one of the characters dies and then the actor comes back playing his twin. <laughs> That's a great joke in that movie. Well, I, I, this guy, if, if uh, Plungerhead, if you're out there. Uh, <laughs> he prefers uh, to be known as P-Head. <laughs> P-Head. The birthday boys could use the same thing. So uh, yeah, yeah, talk us up around that bar. <laughs> when, when, let's let's talk about this. When does the birthday boys air? Just so he has the basic info he needs. Fridays at eleven thirty on IFC. And what R- are right the, before beer fest? And what are the best and drink, after? What are the best <laughs> beverages to sample that will get you drunk enough to tell people about that in a bar? Um, well, probably the same beers that they're drinking in beer fest would be good. A pilsner. Right, right. Uh, go, go for a pilsner. Yeah, a pilsner. What about a lager beer. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say wheat beer, but come on, that whole phase is that over bubbles with. It's a little done. It's, it's a, a little, little 2010. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of ABV are we talking about yeah. here? Um, 6.0. Yeah. 6.0. Oh, okay. Yeah. So death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, immediate death. <laughs> Wait. No, no, that's BAC. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, okay, six point. Oh, I'm sorry, then. Yeah, I'd say 10. Let's and give him a 10. which ELO would you recommend? <laughs> uh, uh, the band. Yeah. Fire on high. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of BACs, you guys ever blow into a breathalyzer? I have. I have no. Oh, you know what? I did. I was at um, uh, South by Southwest. I call it South by. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, thank you for You're the only much. guy that does that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just I think fun, it's going to catch on. It's a really cool thing that I came up with to refer to just a hip place. If I'm not there physically, I'm there mentally because I'm that creative. <laughs> okay? And I always wear this badge. <laughs> That's why I always wear this badge. Yeah. Uh, I was at South by Southwest, and uh, the good people behind Pennzoil. Mm-hmm. In a marketing stunt that apparently worked, because uh, I just said Pennzoil on my Smash Hit podcast, <laughs> uh, the good people behind Pennzoil put together a real life Mario Kart. 
Wow. Uh, and in order to drive one of the Mario Karts, you had to blow a breathalyzer to make sure that you weren't drunk. Wow. Or to uh, make sure that you were drunk enough. Yeah. <laughs> Did they have shells and stuff that you would throw off your... Mm, it was pretty shitty. It was electronic go-karts mm-hmm. that basically had stickers on them to make them vaguely look like... And then you had a sticker on your helmet that said which guy you were, mm-hmm. or lady in the case of the princess. Oh, nice. Ooh. Peach. Daisy. Yeah. Uh, Lady Birdo. <laughs> These are some of the other uh, female Mario Kart drivers. I'm pretty sure Lady Birdo was not involved in this, and also that you just made her up. No, oh, no, no. Lady Birdo's Lady real. Lady Birdo is real. Sorry. Thank I you, also Mitch. jumped on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and, uh, and then they had, like, RFID things on the mm. ground that had pictures of shells, so if you drove over it, you would either be forced to slow down or speed up. But I did not know what the yeah. different things from Mario Kart did, and so the first couple of times around the track, I ran over bad ones oh, and no. then wondered what was wrong with my car. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So well, did you, you blow go. a zero? Were you I, I blew a video? zero. I blew a zero. Nice. Well, I'd had, I'd, I'd had some vanilla extract earlier in the day, so it wasn't <laughs> yeah. exactly a zero, but it was pretty close. Yeah. You had some poppy seeds, so you tested positive for heroin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they will let you drive. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're like, are you going to nod? And I just said no, and then they gave me the keys. Sure. You'll, yeah, you'll drive more creatively. So, uh, uh, Jordan, sorry, you were saying. Was I? No, I About know. what? Let's hear another call. I, I, I was, uh, I, I just want to Shut say. up, <laughs> Mitch, for once in your life. I, I, I was at Coachella recently. Ooh, okay. And, Coach. Uh, I passed a kidney stone. That's all I wanted to tell you. <laughs> oh, Wait, what? At Coachella? At Coachella. That's yeah. the that worst place what? in the world to pass a kidney worst. stone. It was really, really bad. Uh, I was with two buddies, uh, and uh, <laughs> one of them threw his back out, and then I, uh, uh, the night was almost over. What band was on when you started to it was the, uh, it, shove the calcium deposit out your urethra? <laughs> it, was, it was the big was headline, waves. right? Yeah. Everyone I mean, else was super it, chill. It, it was a it big, was somebody. It was, big, it was right when the headline was coming on. I don't know. Like, outcast. Like Lord had just finished, and uh, I, I think it was the, maybe the night after Outcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that you're 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 like Lord had just finished. I think. Unspeakable pain was about to come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. it was uh, what you call them? That the crazy band there. The, <laughs> the crazy oh. band. Um, uh, Gnarls Barkley. No, the the, the B fifty two. The goofy band, and they they came off the stage and walked through the crowd. The flaming uh, lips. The flaming was it? The yes, the flaming lips. <laughs> okay. the goofy band. Yeah. The goofy, yeah, yeah. Uh, Those uh, goofballs. What's the flaming lips? Uh, but anyways, I was felt the calcium deposit and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, started to be very in a lot of pain, and I told those guys, I said, "Listen, I can't talk about this too much. I can't say really. I don't want to talk at all. But like, we have to leave. Uh, I, I need to go." Uh, and Did like, you just go to the same tent where like people are having bad acid trips? Yeah, I I, I was going to the same because you have to pee a lot, so I was peeing constantly. So I was pretty much like almost. It's almost like wetting your pants a lot of the time with 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 a with a. Uh, this is a lot of. I've, I've had one. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you know how it is. You pee a lot. A lot sure. And- I couldn't. But Mitch showed us uh, uh, like a picture on uh, Google Images of a stone that looked like his stone. Uh-huh. <laughs> I pictured like it's a like, little. I stuff. forgot to take a picture of mine. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure yeah. I can find something. It was an comparable. approximation. Swipe. Uh, swipe. Swipe. Uh, swipe. <laughs> fuck yeah! Painful kidney stones. Tumblr.com. <laughs> they actually had the actual picture of Mitch's. Somebody else had got. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Um, it's it was. 
so much more jagged than I was. I thought it would be like a yeah. little nice little uh, baby BB. That's but what it was... it's like when you eat pebbles. Yeah, exactly. Which Mitch does. Yeah. <laughs> that could be part of he the problem. We're trying to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. But yeah, that was it was Mitch is probably has the most famous gizzard in comedy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, uh, <laughs> you are on tour of the original gizzards of comedy. <laughs> You and Cedric the Entertainer. The only problem is two lizards got involved. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and one guy who was slizzard. <laughs> Let's take another call. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, esteemed guests. Uh, this is Craig in Brooklyn. I was just recognizing Columbus Day, one of the more morally dubious uh, holidays in this great country, by doing some laundering. That seems like a good thing to do. Not really thinking very much about what the occasion meant when I pulled my card out of the machine and the numbers left to tell me my remaining balance of $14.92, which gave me a whole new perspective. Do you think that's Chrissy C. talking to him from beyond the grave? <laughs> yeah, pour one out for Chrissy C. And that's the message he wanted to, <laughs> to get to, to, to our realm. He's like, for God's sake, remember when I sailed the ocean blue? 1493? Yeah. <laughs> for, for, yeah, for one moment, the the planes of existence were lined up. <laughs> our world and the spirit world. There's a tiny gateway. Uh, boy, this guy's. British accent was as crazy as your French accent, mm-hmm. Jesse. Thank you. <laughs> he said Morigevious. Do you guys know what that word is? That's that's not something he said. He said it, he was. <laughs> you said it in a sentence. <laughs> I was doing my morally, laundry. Morally dubious. Morally oh. dubious. Morigevious. You thought. Yeah, because Christopher Columbus is, uh, you know, he precipitated a genocide. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But also, I mean, a, a brave man. A lot of Columbus hate this year. I felt like it was boosted this year. One of the hottest Columbus hating years. I feel like Definitely. what is this? Nineteen ninety four. Like yes, long ago we all agreed that Columbus shouldn't have a holiday. That's fine. Yeah, we don't need to talk about it anymore, right? <laughs> like think... maybe if you're writing a letter to your legislator. <laughs> I think you're, I think you're probably right. I say let's change this or or not talk about it anymore. Yeah, I, th- I think I think yeah, I I hear you. But yeah, it seems like the this was just the year of the angry Facebook post about it. Yes, which does nothing. Yep. So I don't well, know. I think it's going to change know. it. No, you're right. I think gets you life. Future, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Future generations will not know the rhyme. They won't know that he sailed the ocean blue. Right. And unless it's because unless <laughs> unless. It comes up when they're doing their laundry. Right. That's true. Yeah, maybe that – I mean maybe like – maybe Columbus sensed that this year from his um, pit in hell (laughs) (laughs) and decided he needed to send a message. So he's like, well, how do I get this message to the widest possible audience? I will. Did you uh, say the, the whitest? <laughs> whitest and whitest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the whitest, whitest. Possible white audience. Yeah. <laughs> Wide whites. Yeah. That's a uh, popular demographic. I will send a secret message to a fan of the world's most popular podcast, and we'll get it on that way. I right. thought I'm a bad man, full of regret. I'm in hell. So what should I choose to say? I'll tell him the year that I did <laughs> that bad thing, and he'll fill in the rest. <laughs> you know what? That was a year. <laughs> 
Which franchise in it too? The somebody that Brit. loves WTF yeah. Yeah. with Mark Maron. <laughs> somebody who's really Maury Jeevious. <laughs> <laughs> you keep pushing that word. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I kind of like it now. <laughs> we, have, we have one more call. Let's take a listen. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, go and guest. I am calling from Edmonton, Alberta, and I'm calling that I was just driving down a main street in Edmonton, and they have large gravel parking lots off to the right-hand side. And in these gravel parking lots was a police car doing donuts in the gravel. And I thought that it was pretty great, so I'd let you know. Thanks. Is that great? Don't you mean a Mountie? (laughs) I imagine in Canada, this was a man on a mounted horse, and the horse was doing donuts. Mm-hmm. I like that version better. <laughs> is it is it cool for a police car to do donuts? Your thoughts, Mitch? Uh, I no, I don't think it's cool. You know, on to you, Tim. Tim, what do you think? I think it's hypocritical because I one time was doing donuts in a parking lot of a closed country club in the winter. Cop came, told me to leave. Mm. That's so. Why then I... here's his little uh, buddy up north doing the very thing that I was doing. Yeah, hypocrite. Those guys probably hang out at their convention once a year and do. Donuts. Yeah, they have they have meetups. Mm-hmm. I do. I really bothers me when cops break traffic laws. Sure, when cops like drive. It's a waste of taxpayer money. But I don't. I don't, I'm cool with it. With their sirens are on. You don't got no sirens, no way, Jose. That's mm-hmm. my motto. <laughs> So cop- if his siren was on while he was doing the donuts, you would have been okay with it. <laughs> he's, How can I make this chasing, noisier? He's probably chasing a mouse that I can't sure. quite pick out <laughs> against the gray of the against the gray of the parking lot ground. Maybe just doing it to blow off some steam, you know? That's a really good point. Better at you know, better blowing off some steam by doing some parking lot donuts than, you know, randomly firing tear gas into a preschool. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I mean, sorry if you guys are okay with cops randomly firing tear gas into a preschool. That's your thing. He's it's not like, mine. He's just like, oh, man, that's tear gas? Ooh, I thought it was steam. children. I just thought these toddlers' clothes were too wrinkled. <laughs> that might humidify the situation yeah. a little bit. If you want to call and share something with us, 206-984-4FUN is the number to call. Our email address, jjgo at MaximumFun. Dot O-R-G, that's J-J-G-O, at MaximumFUN dot org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey, Ross. Hey, Carrie. Hey, it's me, your co-host. Oh, yeah, we have a show, don't we? We have a show. Oh, no, Ross oh, and no, Carrie. Oh, no, Ross and Carrie. It's about undercover investigations of fringe groups. Yeah, like the Tony Alamo Ministries cult. Yep, that's led by a pedophile. He's in jail. He's in jail. Also, we became Mormons. We became Raelians, which is a UFO group. That's right. We, we joined the Ordo Templi Orientis. Yes, the 9-11 truthers. We got cupped. We got acupunctured. We got Reiki. We've pretty much anything that you've heard of and been like, eh, that doesn't sound quite right. We've done that. So you don't have to do it. So if you want to hear about this, and you should, then go to MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Tim Kalpak is birthday boy. 
Mike Mitchell, former birthday boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Mike got a call during the break. He's out. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. <laughs> oh, my God. What did you – did you join a, Did you join a rival sketch? Did you join Portlandia? I joined uh, I joined Portlandia. Well, the chubby guy now on Portlandia. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they needed a chubby guy. Mm-hmm. They did, yeah. I'm, it's They're a little great. too slim on that show. Fred, Ar- <laughs> Fred Armisen bulked up, but not enough. Not, not nearly enough. <laughs> not enough. Not to Mitch level, as they call it in the business. <laughs> in the weight business. <laughs> like, this show needs a goofball. <laughs> if, if Christian Bale had been on Portlandia, he would have gotten to Mitch level. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. He would have done what he had <laughs> to method. do to get to Mitch level. <laughs> that guy's one of the greatest Mitch level actors in America. Today. <laughs> the, the fact, I get so jealous that they they just drink ice cream and <laughs> yeah. the time of their lives. It sounds so fun. Yeah. I, I can't believe they take it back off. Uh, you know, like that sounds so, so, so hard to do that to your body every year. It's impossible to lose like one pound, let alone 40 pounds every I could other do, week. I, I could take this off at any time if I wanted oh to. Oh, my but. God. <laughs> yeah, you're just, you have the long game in mind. Long game. we got to do this. The show is out. Well, I mean, Mitch, I think you know that the roles these actors get their accolades for are the roles where they change their body type. And exactly. you're like, let's not. You're waiting for that. I'm waiting for David the O. Russell call. <laughs> right. You can't. You're not going to slim down just for a random sketch in the middle of a episode of a. <laughs> it's like that old. We need someone to play Dream Boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that's where that. That's where that old Hollywood saying comes from: survival of the huskiest. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I gotta say that was actually just when they were only adapting Jack London novels. <laughs> yeah, those are about dogs I think and wolves. Fat guys, you know, ugh, I'm not going to go on this rant. Go on, no, come it. on. Come on, Dennis Miller. Let's hear what's sticking in your craw. <laughs> I've heard this rant, so I'm just going to stand outside for an hour. Fat people are, are – they're still like uh, the people who get discriminated against the most in the in in the world. Like like uh, if you watch any comedy show or anything like that, like you'll see like a fat guy bend over for a sandwich and like rip his pants <laughs> open and people don't care see people don't care <laughs> <They're pretty good. laughs> they're like uh, I watched this video of like these young hip in shape hipsters in those like you know those balls where you roll around inside of them like the hamster balls sure. and everyone was like having fun and there was a fat referee blowing the whistle at them being mad and they would like smush him with their balls and he would like fall over (laughs) on the ground and I was like this is not this is so unfair I have also seen fat guy get smushed by balls Mm -hmm. and (laughs) granted my expectations were for something different but I was disappointed by the video you're right it's easy yeah it's cheap yeah and not pornographic yeah insufficiently pornographic Was my primary critique of fat guy gets smushed by balls. <laughs> Instead of going to the gym and getting in shape, I want to start some sort of thing to to fight for our rights. I think yeah. it's I think it's messed up. And you do it like two hours a day, and you're <laughs> you're two really devoted of- to this cause. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. Tim Kalpak is doing it again. Mitch, have you, <laughs> have you thought about a Facebook post of, of of posting this online? No, like Jordan. I, th- I th- here's the thing. I think they nurse a toilet. I I. Th- I think it would make a good Facebook post. The only problem is Columbus Day was like a couple weeks ago now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're going to have to wait till next year. Wait till that dies down. What else are people mad about? Cops. They yeah, sure. Cops. cops. Yeah. Fucking fat cops. Ugh. Oh, you know, I would just put this rant in uh, in the comments section for a review of the new Bayonetta game. 
Oh, that's a great that idea. Work. Yeah. A lot yeah. of eyeballs on that these days. <laughs> a lot of fat guys reading that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you probably will reach a lot of fat guys. You guys, okay, so let's talk about the Birthday Boys for a second. Ah. Del- the delightful television program, the Birthday Boys. <laughs> Why did you say ah? Nah, no. Are, you guys are best friends with Dana Carvey now. Yeah. Yes, very good friends. Are, you did a funny sketch where he rolled around on the ground. He certainly did. I saw it using internet. It delighted me. Ooh, <laughs> you got to see it again using IFC on Friday nights. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like the Chris, resolution you, would be better. Do you have a Nielsen box hooked up to your computer? <laughs> uh, I do. I do. <laughs> and on my computer, IFC is always on, so but it's slightly off. That's <laughs> yeah. the only problem. Uh, just so you know, going into 2015, we're making some changes of the network. It okay. will be just always on. Right. That's the end of it. In sure. 2015, nothing will be off. Slightly yeah. off is gone. And that's right. why you brought in Dana Carvey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. We were going to have Bob Odenkirk play that role, and it was a little off, so then we just made an adjustment. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of Dana Carvey being our best friends, he, he did say a funny story in that uh, George Bush, George H.W. Bush. Mm-hmm. Herbert uh, Walker Bush. Herbert Walker Bush calls him all the time. Uh, like, uh, he called him on his birthday, right? He was like a... Mm-hmm. Hey Dana, like he like, and then he did a whole like conversation. Wait, that was Dennis Miller. <laughs> Am I gonna call you? Hey, babe. Hey, Dana, babe. Babe. hey babe. I'm not gonna call you. <laughs> Can't finish call- calling you. He's Ross Perot. <laughs> uh, Dan, Dan Harmon was on Bullseye. Is, is on Bullseye. Let's see. We'll we'll have been on Bullseye this past week as uh, this broadcast, and uh, he was recently working on a project with uh, Dana Carvey and. John Lovitz, uh, mm-hmm. that did not sadly come to fruition, but one of the things that he told me is he was out to dinner with Dana Carvey uh, talking about the show, and at one point Dana Carvey said uh, that he had an idea, but he wasn't going to do it. And Dan Harmon paused for a minute, and then he said, would you say that you're not going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> and he said Dana Carvey was delighted to say that he was not going to do it. That's amazing. I, I, we were delighted by how Dana embraces that like i mean he he knows that, that, that that's your secret hope is he's gonna do some of this <laughs> and uh he didn't we went and like when he was on our show he uh, pulled up and we went out into the parking lot to meet him getting out of his car and we, like we didn't have to talk to him for more than a minute before he did a little mickey rooney and we were like yeah yeah yeah, this is great and then we got we got all church of lady <laughs> by the end of the day but uh through lunch and uh you know six hours of shooting with him we had heard uh like all the greatest hits it was fantastic he's oh, that's awesome he's so great i like that now, you did... all went out to meet him at his car by the way all seven of you surrounded yeah. his car like, <laughs> yeah. like a mob after a red sox world series <laughs> yeah. victory and he thought he might feel he wouldn't feel safe if there weren't seven people standing <laughs> sure. around his car and at the end of the day uh John Lovett drove by, rolled down his window, and yelled, "It stinks!" I know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Can I be in the show? <laughs> Tim, the director, just says, "Cut," and Lovett goes, "Yeah, that's the ticket." <laughs> Did uh, now you guys also shot with Fabio for this season? Did he do all of his famous catchphrases? Oh yes, like "Look at my hair blow behind me in the wind." <laughs> I got hit in the face with a goose on a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Did he do he, that famous bit? He, I love to he was exercise. Hit by so, so many geese. <laughs> Kept hitting him in the face <laughs> all day. Like, all right, Fabio, you can just be a normal guy. You don't have to be. He was the sweetest. The he was the sweetest man. Uh, this is one of the sweetest men. I he was great. I believe Even it. sweeter than Dana Carvey. Which is sweeter? D- Dana Carvey trumped it for me because just because he was the he, he was he was amazing. I'm talking about yeah. pure sweetness. Pure well, sweetness. It's a pretty. Yeah, we're not talking levels. about like excitement. We're just talking about who is the kindest man of the two of them. You don't have to. Say. Like, I mean, let's uh, say there was a sick kitten. 
Which mm-hmm. which one would you send? You had you had a hotline. You're trapped in a room. You have a hotline. One to Fabio. One to Dana Carvey. Um. Well, you, Fabio is stronger, so right. he could lift the kitten higher. To <laughs> <finger>. <laughs> That's a concern when they're sick. They need to be high up. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like Fabio might not understand the Can situation you... as much. <laughs> 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 he was well you spent a whole I, I I met Fabio but you shot with him for hours. He was he was the nicest guy in the world, right? He he was he was he was very nice. He talked about his whey protein a ton. Like he was like it was it was it was he he was like Every other whey protein is under ten percent. Mine is over ninety percent whey protein. And like, I like was his like, brand? Does his he br- have a? He has he he, he has a br- he has a brand this of. This is whey his protein. Ciroc. Mm-hmm. Exactly. As yes. Diddy has Ciroc. He ha- and he has like Fabio's. I don't even know what the you the never brand is called. shout out his whey protein in his raps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or even just on songs he produced for other artists. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He was he was a uh, he was extremely nice. Talked about that forever. We got into a bed for, together for the sketch, and mm. the bed broke immediately when we <laughs> got into it. And he was like, my, my arm had been broken on another sketch, and, <laughs> and he was very kind. He was like, it's gonna be everything is okay. And he was like, kind of like almost like like kind of rubbing my shoulder, sure. like don't worry about it. Everything is. He good. just had his Aww. his thumb on your palm, and he was making a little gentle circle. That, that <laughs> is the type of man that he, he was. You have very, a very, very long sweet. love line. <laughs> and then he was a little surprised when Chris yelled out, "All right, Fabio, is it okay if Mitch kisses you in this next take?" Which I think threw him a little bit. Sure, but uh, was but he cool did with it. It? Yep. it was cool with it. Cool. We, we kissed. It was great for me. Great moment. Mm. Ever so many older women in the world are jealous that yeah, I get right? to kiss Fabio now. <laughs> Can I suggest one possible stunt casting for next season of Birthday Boys? I know you're just wrapping this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed him that you're wearing a Captain EO T-shirt. Sure. What about that little guy that flies out into the audience? And oh yeah, Captain EO. Do you think you could get him? He's in. I'll, I'll have to talk to Lucas and Coppola. <laughs> I hope we get Hooter. Hooter is my favorite of the EO gang. Yeah, yeah. But... Is, well, is Hooter the guy? Is is that the name of the character who flies out? No, I, Hooter is the elephant. Oh, okay. The but, the butterfly guy. I don't know. I loved him as a kid. But if we get Hooter, we could get him. It's sort of how casting the works. Right. You go for like a B list person who may have a connection with the A list person. Mm-hmm. Right. I watched that recently. I love that show. That's a great. Uh, it's a really great show. Captain yeah. EO. Yeah, it's a really. Yeah. Uh, it's a film. It's a great yeah, show. Yeah. I love every episode of that. Yeah, <laughs> like 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 an old man. I call every anything a show. It was a, it was a nice show. Ah, I was out there at the city council show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the amendments. The amendments this week were glorious. <laughs> um, listen, we've had a lot of fun with you guys, but we are plumb out of time. Oh, my oh, God. Man. Yeah, I mean, if you guys had just shut the fuck up that whole time, we'd still have 20, 30 minutes left. You could but... e- edit that out. And then you you insisted on in, on contributing to this program with delightful uh, japes, jabs, and jokes. Yeah, yeah. I had a quip. Ghouls, ghosts, and <laughs> goblins. Goblins, yeah. <laughs> Don't bring those up again. I, I just started getting less scared. <laughs> Tim, tell us one more time where we can watch televisions, The Birthday Boys, because everyone should be on top of that. It's IFC on Friday nights at 1130 right after Comedy Bang Bang. And let's say let's say somebody wants to prepare for IFC uh, on Thursday nights. Friday. Friday nights at 1130. 
very not good at listening. To well, you can. <laughs> hey, it's a great network. Watch on Thursday. You'll see Beer Fest. Let's yeah. let's say the people want to watch Friday nights at eleven thirty, uh, and but they want they want to feel prepared because they want to see Goofy Roofers. Oh yeah, mm. they're gonna want to check that out because we tend to when we have a new episode we don't just show the old sketches right so if you wanted to see that old sketch you have to go back into the archive maybe go on like a netflix or something they're gonna want to see goofy roofers is why i bring it up Yeah, yeah yeah i think everyone should probably see goofy roofers at some point in their life and if they do that as a prelude to watching hot new episodes all the better Mm-hmm. I agree. That's a good primer, and it's on Netflix as we speak. Go- yeah, I think they should probably go on Netflix to watch Goofy Roofers. Watching Goofy Roofers is on BuzzFeed's list of things you should do before you die. It's yeah, like- it's, and it's a weird list. It says one thing you should do before you die. <laughs> one thing every basic bitch should do. <laughs> watch Goofy Roofers? All right. I mean, well, it does have French Stewart in it. <laughs> Fine. Uh, you, you booked French Stewart, by the way, because you were trying to get it. Kristen, oh, what's her name? Oh, you're talking about other members of um, Third Rock from the Sun? Jane Curtin, was she on that? Oh, yeah. I think Jane Curtin was on that. You were trying to get a Jane Curtin. Got it. Who, would, who wouldn't want to get a but Jane you know, Curtin? What's funny is we had Brilliant. Lorraine Newman in that very episode. Oh. There you go. We, we could have gone Jane Curtin and had a reunion. God, we blew it. We blew yeah. it. But Don't watch Goofy Roofers. Don't watch Birthday Boys at all. It's a mistake. Agreed. Mm. In retrospect, I insist that you not watch Birthday Boys Friday nights at 1130. <laughs> After Comedy Bang Bang on IFC, the independent film channel, always on, slightly off. For the next year, then just on. Then it will just be always on. Just bear with us for some slight offages. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting them corrected. Real quick, they got, plus you got to change out the stationery. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's it's a mess. It's a mess. Change everybody's email signature. It's it's a a lot of whiteout. I was at IFC headquarters in New York, and they just have buckets and buckets of whiteout coming (laughs) in for that stationery. You know, now that I think about it, Jordan and I had a TV show on IFC. Mm -hmm. Do you think they lost our email addresses? (laughs) I think they have to. I mean, they've got to be wanting to make new episodes of The Grid sometime soon, right? I mean, if they're going always on, because a big problem that they had with The Grid was that it wasn't off enough. That shows you. It was too sweet sweet smelling. If you're listening, we can make it a little bit off. Yeah. A little bit left of center. They should just check you guys out on email. Yeah. (laughs) Hit us up on email. email. Check us out on email, uh, jjgo at maximumfun.org. We are, we're ready to go. (laughs) Ready to go. Um... Thank you, everyone, who participated in Max Fun Week. It was a real fucking blast. Uh, really loved everything from uh, from the, all the awesome reviews people left to the meetups to people working on our Wikipedia page to just all kinds of really cool stuff. And I, I, I for one, sincerely appreciate it. Um, Jordan, I know, sort of is half sincere, half insincere. Mm. Um, Tim, you're completely insincere when you say that. You don't care about. Oh yeah, how Tim's it. making the jack off motion. Mitch yeah. though is pretty sincere about it because he's got a he's a big hearted guy. You know, he's got a lot of love in his heart. Sure. And he's yeah. sincerely making the jack off motion because he's horny. <laughs> <laughs> Just so horny. His only disappointment is that he can't find his penis <laughs> inside the jeans, Mitch. <laughs> Unzip it first. It'll feel better. Um, our producer is Brian Fernandez, known popularly as Sunny D. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of our friends in The Free Design and at Light in the Attic Records. It comes from Love You, the best of the... Wait, Kites Are Fun, the best of the Free Design. Uh, You'd think that after having said that 20,000 times in this program, (laughs) I would have had it memorized by now. Uh, You can join us online at forum.maximumfun.org. You can join us on the Reddit at maximumfun.reddit.com. 
found out you don't have to do all those forward slashes and stuff. Oh, Thanks great. to the That's intrepid simpler. listener who said that. And on our Facebook group, uh, you can like Jordan Jesse Go on Facebook or join the MaximumFun.org Facebook group. All those are great ways to stay in touch. Welcome to the social is what I always say. (laughs) Welcome to the social. And I do want to say, I believe last week on the program, I mentioned that there had been zero Wikipedia entry for Jordan Jesse Go. It was a great challenge for us. Uh, Listeners have created a Jordan Jesse Go Wikipedia page. Your cited additions are very much appreciated, especially if somebody has a nice picture of us that they have the rights to. Yeah. I think maybe we can try and figure out how to make Zach Wolf make our pic- our portrait picture public or whatever. Whatever. If something you have a nice pic- If you something have a picture of us from a live show or something that's Creative Commons, can you post it on the fucking Wikipedia for us or, or at least, you know, post it on the forums so someone else can, who knows how to post things on Wikipedia can? Here's the thing. Next time we're trying to book this show, we're bringing in Carrie Brownstein or something like that. Molly's not familiar with Jordan Jesse Go. She's just going to type it into the internet and she's going to get the Wikipedia page and she's going to say, this doesn't even have a picture. Why would I book my talent on this podcast that I've literally never heard of? And they normally go by picture. They go by the handsomeness of the, of the co-hosts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or just the, are they cut? Yeah. Sure. How juiced. Yeah. So an ab shot would be great. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why Joe Rogan's podcast is so successful. <laughs> <laughs> the man does a lot of crunches. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.